At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. First bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today. Promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. VSIN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. All right, so coming up this hour. In 15 minutes, we'll get into the two playing games that we have tonight, including Peter Kiss, and tie that into the most overrated bands of all time. That's going to be fun. I'm sure everybody's going to agree. Oh. Uh, David Thorpe's going to be on with us in a oh. half an hour. Oh, it's going to uh, be bedlam. Pandemonium. I no can't no matter who you put on the list, people are going to have a, a problem with it, right? By the way, in doing some research on this yesterday, it was brought to my attention that Bruce Springsteen never had a number one hit. Really? I think he wrote one. But he's not on your list. But he never performed it. No, he's not on right. my list. Artist, artist, group, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Act. Sure. Well, I think we would expand the, basically, yeah. we, we cause, because his last name is Kiss, we went with bands. We should probably expand it into like performers, yeah. singers, well, that kind of a deal. T- and I said it yesterday. Kiss is number one with a bullet. Absolutely. Mm. And I, they, I have some good songs. And I, I, I don't mind Kiss. But come on. It's a gimmick from the get-go. Costumes. Makeup. makeup blood. Horse. Fire all that. They were a live act. Mm-hmm. The, the, the of studio, course they were. Yeah, the studio albums were trash. And you know what? Some of the bands I'm going to have on the list, like I never saw live. And I'm guessing if I did, they would change my mind a little bit. So it's not really that fair. Because you brought up a band yesterday that I will keep nameless. I'm not going to bring it up. But I told you, no, you got to take them off your list. I saw them live. It was three hours of nothing but hits. And they were incredible. Mm. So that changes your perspective on things, you know. Um, in college hoops. So when you go back over the years... 
and you try to find teams that are going to make deep Final Four runs or potentially be a national title contender, if you go based on Ken Palm numbers, and there's a lot to this, right, where it goes back a long time, it's very specific. For example, teams with a top 25 adjusted offense and defense over the years, those teams would qualify as Final Four and title contenders. Teams with top 40 adjusted offense and defense, they're elite eight type teams and maybe Final Four. And then teams that are top 75 in both are Sweet 16, but in rare cases you might get an outlier where they go to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Because a team might be number two on offense, but number 75 on defense, and that sticks out like a sore thumb, and they've had problems over the years. It's too much to overcome. Anyway, your teams with both top 25 offense and defense, so Final Four and title contenders as of right now with the Ken Palm numbers. Gonzaga, Arizona, Houston, Baylor, UCLA, and Auburn. Teams that are in the top 40 on offense and defense. Kentucky, Kansas, Villanova, Yukon, Illinois, Texas, Murray State, Tennessee, and Arkansas. And then you get down to the teams that would be like Sweet 16, maybe they can make an Elite Eight, and it's possible for them to stretch it into the Final Four. Top 75, both offense and defense. Duke, uh uh-oh, problems there. Mm. 44th on defense. North Carolina, Loyola of Chicago is top 42 in both. San Francisco, Wisconsin, Wyoming, St. Mary, Seton Hall, Vodtech, Michigan State, Vermont, UCLA, I'm sorry, USC, Memphis, Marquette, and Texas Tech. So that's a longer list. And now teams that you might be alarmed by a little bit, Paul, because they're outside of the top 75 in either offense or defense. They might be, again, really good in the other one. How about Iowa? Uh, Yeah. Fran McCaffrey has never made it to the second weekend. Mm -hmm. Iowa is a trendy pick. Iowa's hot. He's never made it to the second weekend. Yeah. And again, again, this is like... It's lock it up. Teams don't get further than what they're supposed to. There are like one or two outliers going all the way back over the past 88 teams that have qualified. That is something else. Um, It's actually more than 88. But I was on the list for watch out. Purdue, they're number 100 in defense. Oh, yeah. 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 Ohio State, Bama, of course. Colorado State, Providence, Boise State, and TCU. Three other teams are LSU, Creighton, and San Diego State. Because, San Diego, again, San Diego State so good on defense, number two overall in the country, yep. but 157 on offense. Right. And there'll be a stretch where they don't score for five minutes. That, uh, book that. Yep. Again, you, you've had, of the teams over the years where you had maybe an outlier, one team has won the title. 88 teams have gone out in the first round. That's wild. And I'll go one further. Teams that you would call, you know, maybe scared-to-death teams. So the breakdown is this. From 2003 to 2018, 194 teams seated between 1 and 9 with an adjusted offensive efficiency below 115 and an adjusted defensive efficiency above 90 made the tournament 
85% of those teams, however, exited in the first weekend. And those numbers were eventually adjusted to 92 on defense because not a lot of teams actually qualify for 90. But that is basically lock it up and throw away the key. In 2019 and 2021, 18 teams fell into that category. They were all gone in the opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And this year, your teams that are... The no chance teams. You got to be scared to death. That they're going out. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes you're scared yes, of, that, yes, of yes. this team advancing. But, yes. Right. Wisconsin's that on the list. Yes. Illinois, Providence, Arkansas, UConn, your team's seated in the top five. And you have a bunch of teams six through nine. But in 2019 and 2021, teams that fell in that criteria with below the offensive number and above the defensive number, the last 18 teams in the past two years all out in the opening weekend. That's incredible. Zero outliers in two years. And, but if you go back over the years, it's 85% that go out in the first weekend. I remember Texas was one of those teams last year. And Texas was red hot. And they had talent, and uh, Shaka Smart did a great job. They won the Big 12 championship, but they never fell. You know, their, their numbers and their metrics, they were not great, and they fell into this criteria here, and they got bounced by Abilene Christian in the first game. Yep. Scored 52 points. Great numbers. There's so many awesome numbers. Everyone putting the work in. Uh, the guys here at VEASAN, the betting guide, Felika's tweets, the, when an 11 seed is favored, b- b- cover. What blowout. The 11 seeds usually, if they're favored, blow the uh, six, six seeds out. out. The run of 11 seeds getting into the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's dynamite stuff. Uh, the uh, If you added anything, oh, do, get more information and looking at stuff, I have, I'm going to add Connecticut, and I'm going to eat the chalk in some of these games, but I'm going to add Connecticut and also uh, uh, UConn, diving, doing a deeper dive into some of these numbers. Well, hold on. They're the same team, Connecticut and UConn. What did I say? You, oh, you, I did. Uh, uh, Purdue, uh, excuse me. Purdue. Purdue. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. God. Thank you. Sorry. Purdue against Yale. Uh, UConn. Ken Palm. 18. New Mexico State. 81. Net. 16. 79. SOS. 52. 133. Offensive efficiency. 21 to 87. Mm-hmm. Defensive efficiency. 35 to 73. It's going to be a rock fight. Tempo. 291 to 230. And you also look at, um, I think they'll do a good job of keeping New Mexico State off the glass, too, and, and limit the offensive rebounds. So it's not vintage, typical New Mexico State, as they've dominated the WAC for years. Uh, just the numbers point to UConn to me and everything I read yesterday. And then Yale, when, when you had to step up in competition, and I know Purdue's bad defensively, but can, can Yale exploit it? Um, when they faced good teams or tournament teams, and they went against... Seton Hall, St. Mary's. Is the game Friday? I had it. Um, there it is. I, well, I, I know the number on the game is 15 and a half. Seton Hall, St. Mary's, and there was another tournament team they played. The average uh, loss was 28 points per game. Oh, so they got killed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So when they stepped up and played good teams like Purdue, Blowout city in all three games. Yep. Okay, so in terms of like matchups, best tempos, fastest is, tempos against each other. Yeah. Keep it again tonight. Bryant is the seventh fastest team in the country. Wright State is number 97. If Bryant wins, they'll play Arizona. Arizona's number eight. 
It's got, you're right. I think it's got to be one high, one, 160. I think it would one, be. Th- yeah. yeah, I think it has to be. Carolina and Marquette has a high mm-hmm. total. North Carolina is number 38 in tempo. Marquette is number 26. Um, some of your slowest games in terms of tempo. Texas and Vatech. The Longhorns are number 341 in the country. Vatech is number 344. That should be a dogfight. Yeah. Uh, UCLA is number 258 in tempo. Akron is number 351. You have a ton of teams that are meeting with very slow tempos. Last night, Indiana, 184, low-scoring game. They play St. Mary's. They're number 338 in tempo. You, you mentioned San Diego State Creighton earlier. The Aztecs are number 268. Creighton is number 190 in tempo, hence these lower totals. Um, how about who's going to win the battle of uh, dictating the tempo? Right. Boise State is number 302. Memphis is 34. Yeah. Arkansas, 28. Vermont, 288. Oh, that's a good <laughs> That's a doozy. Right. What will they get in transition? Will they get anything? Because Memphis will want to run two, and so will Arkansas. Yeah. Don't you think if Arkansas makes Vermont play their game, Arkansas is going to win? But that's the conundrum yeah, that they're right. in because Vermont doesn't right. beat themselves up. And Houston and UAB, 333 to 81. Yeah. And can UAB limit Houston cleaning up the glass and offensive rebounds? Those are great. Great matchups. Purdue's 248, Yale's 86. And the big one, and also Providence and South Dakota State. Providence, 273, South Dakota State, 59. And the Jackrabbits, number one in the country, shooting the three. Yep, yep. Up next, two more games on the docket we'll get to, and we'll tie in Peter Kiss again, star player for Bryant, uh, with the most overrated bands of all time. And again, I'm sure everybody's going to agree with our list that's coming up here on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Play free hoops for a share of 20000 this March with the March Hoop Series presented by 5-Hour Energy. Fire up your lineup in four free-to-play contests to compete for your share of 5000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash 5-Hour Energy now to join the action. 5-Hour Energy Fire up your lineup, DraftKings.com for details. All right, Paulie, two more matchups tonight in the play-in games. You have Rutgers taking on Notre Dame. I've heard so many people on this network make the case for Rutgers. Ken Palm ranks Rutgers 74, Notre Dame 52, in the net 77 to 53. SOS Rutgers 44, playing in the Big Ten better this year than the ACC. Notre Dame is 70 overall. Offensively, Notre Dame is number 29 in the country, Rutgers 107. And uh, Rutgers defensively is the better team, and I th- I've heard... That's the reason why so many people liked Rutgers uh, tonight in this game. Okay. I don't like how they closed the season. I don't trust their offense. Notre Dame with kind of a home game. You saw how loud the Indiana fans were last night. I like the Irish, and I think the Irish can uh, hit some threes early. And I like the fact with the tournament experience here, and Bray's been in all these tournament games. I think that's going to help them. I think they get an edge. with these. This is old hat for them. Okay. He's had so many tournament games. I do not have a bet on this game. I will sit back and Good watch point. and enjoy it. Uh, I do think if Rutgers wins this game, they can be a tough out in the next round because they are a okay. solid squad. Just they struggled and they were, you know, fortunate to get into the yeah. tournament. It's the who cares game, though. I mean, we start the big boy is Peter Kiss. It's the big boy and top ten in tempo, seventy-seven points per game. Bryant finally dancing. Leads I the hope the country is watching tonight. You got to watch this game. This kid's unbelievable. Talking trash. We referenced the New York Post article uh, earlier in the season, uh, early, earlier in the show, rather about talking trash and the alter ego and telling the reporter who picked against them that's for UB and two coaches in the league wouldn't comment on the story and the conference commissioner in the Northeast wouldn't comment on the story. Bombs away, shooting the three. He had 34-6 and six against Mount St. Mary's. The kid's an assassin, and he loves to talk trash, and the world will get to know Peter Kiss tonight. Let's go, Bryant. Total's 154. It was 154.5 earlier this morning at DraftKings. Uh, that's a high total. I do expect a bunch of points tonight. I don't know if I can go over 154, though. And I would love to yeah. see Bryant win this game so we get Bryant in Arizona. That'd be great. That's what I want to have happen. Yep. Be good. Yeah. So he does. Peter Kiss does, in fact, lead the league, lead the entire yep. country in scoring, and he wears the Kiss, the band, the T-shirt out during warm-ups. Yes. That really caught your attention. It. Yeah, he did. He yeah. Had that on that too. So, to me, most overrated band of all time. Because I mentioned earlier from the get-go, it was a gimmick. 
that no one was buying the albums, no one was paying attention, and then they had the great idea of we're a live band, let's come out with the live uh, album, and then it changed everything. And they're unbelievable live band, mm -hmm. but, but too many lineup changes. Uh, the albums are trash, a lot of them. Between the the costumes, that's the other. I know Ace Frehley's a prickly pair, but I mean Ace. Fre I mean, you take the makeup off, you put it back on, you reunite. You got uh, so many guitar, different guitar players, and the changes. Uh, to me, it's Kiss number one with a bullet, most overrated band of all time. Got several tweets and emails on this. I never got the Dave Matthews Band stuff. I think that's terrible. I mean, I, I don't come at me with these. Set with these. the lights. Oh. Oh, my God. So I, I understand they're a pretty good live band, but I, I don't come at me with any of this with while they sold a ton of albums. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. No, that means which, nothing. Which, I mean, it's also an indictment of America with some of these, too. So Dave Matthews Band checking in. I never liked or understood the fascination with Green Day. And to me, they're all pot in the same pot. Green Day, Rancid, Offspring, all that. I never liked Green Day. Uh, and they've been very successful, too. But that Dookie album that got them on the map and all that, uh, I never I never understood the fascination it's funny you with bring Green up, Day. It's, it's funny that you brought up Offspring because Green Day and Offspring always remind me of each other for yeah. whatever reason there sure. is. I don't get it. And Green Day's been a lot more successful than the Offspring. And I'm like the dude in Big Lebowski. And you want to have a – if someone needs to ask Alan Boston about the Eagles sometime. I mean, you look at the Greatest Hits album, it's 10 songs. I mean, what, what, what are we talking about? Number one, they did Desperado with that, like a country album, okay? Not trying and, to sh show some range, okay. I really like the history of the Eagles on Showtime, too. But again, Glenn Fry, may he rest in peace. Prickly Pear as well. I mean, he told the story of life in the fast lane. He's on the PCH, and the driver of the vehicle's holding. I don't know if he had ganja or Yale, whatever. And, and he's like, oh, boy, this is risky. We could get pulled over. And he thought of the song Life in the Fast Lane. It's, uh, but that's interesting. But also the, the issues they had in the group. But that's the other thing. They weren't around that long. From 71 to 80, and then they break up, and then they reunite, and then hell freezes over to and everything. But if you look at it, what do you have? One of these nights, Hotel California, Life in the Fast Lane, Take It Easy, Already Gone. No, stop it. There's not a great catalog here and all these great hits with the Eagles. I am anti-Eagles. Okay. So am I. Yep. And uh, absolutely you too. As I told you, I said if I ever interviewed Tom Brady, I go, Tom, I'm going right to his face and say, what is the love affair? you got to be kidding me with this. And I did. I interviewed him at the 2007 Super Bowl when they run defeat and they lost to the Giants, and I led with it. I go, you got to be kidding me, Tom. This U2 this is overrated. And, you know, you all beautiful day. Did you see the performance at halftime? The halftime performance was unbelievable. But that, it's after War and Joshua Tree, what do you have? Rattle and Hum, not that good. Octung Baby Disaster, that Zeropa pop, all that stuff, playing half-empty arenas, mm -hmm. backfired on him. Bono thinks he's curing the world. Uh, yeah. gee, no. You too is so they're on that list as well, and, and that's why I I have a lot of common bands with you, like the Eagles for sure to me. You two absolutely. The one word that comes to mind when I think of the uh, of you two, pretentious. Yes, that's exactly who he is and what that band is. And that's I don't want to hear your messages every time you're going out there yes. and the world is dying and I'm here to save it. And you know this politician stinks and all this other stuff. Plus, their music is not that great. I'm so I got oh, news no. for you. No just, way. Other than the the, no. the Joshua Tree's brilliant. It's fine. Yeah, that's, War, a, that's good. a good one. Yes. What you, I, I, come on. Overall, oh, though, from top God. to bottom, there's not a lot of meat on that bone, in my no. opinion. They have to be one of the most, for as popular as they became, U2 is absolutely not that good. Yes. They are certainly uh, overrated, in my opinion. I qualify this a couple of different ways. 
Like, when's the last time you were at the house or driving in your car and you said, God, I have a hankering for this band? Or if you're at a barbecue, you know what? Can you fire up some of this band? Um, and I'll get to my, and that's what I'm okay. going to say with my group. Real quick. It's not, it's not fair, but it factors in. You, you, you also have radio stations for 20, 30 years that only play the same song. Absolutely. But it also is an indictment of your catalog. It too, is. Though. It is. And that's, sure. I mean, Kiss, you, drew, you nailed it yesterday. You drive around, the only year is rock and roll all night. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, for years. Go ahead. So I reached out to a buddy of mine who I trust with music more than anybody I've ever met. He's been playing guitar since he's like five. He's in a band. He used the phrase to describe one band by telling me I would be fine never hearing them again. And I thought that was so perfect. Like of all these bands that I have on my list, I'm fine if I never hear them ever again. Uh, you two would qualify. Pink Floyd. Oh. I, I've been totally fine with, with turning the channel every time Pink Floyd comes on for the last 20 years of my life. I took a look at it. It's a great catalog, though. I, I know, but that's... Here's the thing. I, I, I took a deep dive yesterday into Pink Floyd. I can't, I can't go. I if you're telling me I need to no. plan my weekend oh. around a 10-hour acid trip to listen to their music, that's a lot of overhead. I, got, I can't do that. <laughs> that that's, that's too much to take on. Oh. Um, I have not listened to Pink Floyd in 20 years. Every time it's an auto-tune on, on, oh, when it wow. comes on the station. I, can't, really? I cannot stand their sound. I hate their music. No! Hate it. Always have. Hate it? ACDC is another one. They have to be on this list. Yeah. Yeah, so what? You came up with a hook. And you have the lead guitar player who does the gritty out there on stage when he's playing. <laughs> What, what the, he admitted it. I think, the, yeah. The, have... the voice. Oh, I, Brian, I get John. it. It's so yeah. distinct, right? And you, you know it's ACD. Every so song sounds the same. Everything is the same from ACDC. Go, listen to Thunderstruck. They say thunder a hundred times to begin the song. Not good. How many times have you heard Shook, my, Shook Me All Night Long in the last 20 years? Yeah. 10,000? What else do you have to play? Hell's Bells, Who Made Who? Yeah. I think they're overrated. Okay, that's fair. And, and this is the band, my buddy. I've gone back and forth on this, but I have. I oh. changed my mind a couple of times. I was always anti-Nirvana. Never got it when I was in high school. Really? I'm like, this music is terrible. Smells like teen spirit. What is? What, why do you like this? Right place, right guy, right place, right time. But Not got, a genius. Right place, right time. Right. Cobain. You, you yeah. have to give him credit yeah. for changing music like they did it and was, introducing grunge to the world. Okay. Yeah. On MTV Unplugged, he was awesome. Yes. That's the best thing they've ever done, in my opinion. But again, that's what my buddy told me yesterday when he said Nirvana absolutely has to be on the list because he said, I would be fine never hearing them again. And that's where I am with Nirvana and all these other bands. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now that's surprising. It ch changed music. I mean, they, but we also... Went, but they're not as... Like but, Soundgarden blows them out of the water. Soundgarden... They're very good. I got news for you. Chris Cornell... Way better than Kurt Cobain. Chris Cornell is arguably like the voice of our generation. What do you got against Cobain? Oh, he was fine. He, Chris Cornell, but, but, is in, he's like okay. top 2%. Well, I mean, I remember Nikki Six from Motley Crue said it. He goes, it's dinosaur music. Everyone's doing the same thing with these hair and, and glam bands and everything right. going on. And then here comes here comes Cobain. Yeah, I know. And changed everything. But that's... So you, got, you have oh, to respect yeah. them, but I never liked their music until I saw MTV Unplugged. Yeah. And hello, hello, Nesson. Mitch talked me out of Aerosmith. Yeah, I can't be on the list. I can't. Saw them live 10 years ago at the that, MGM. They were incredible. Yeah, but that, then they went through that amazing, crazy, crying phase. And I know, but and that, off from, and again, they, top to bottom, it's nothing but hits. Went Nirvana. Whoa, and you put Pink Floyd on. Got to be on the list. Wow. Yeah. Chime in. All right, react to that. Oh, oh, oh. Eagles, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Eagles. Oh, yeah.
Up next, NBA David Thorpe. How worried should the Sixers be? Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, advice, data, strategy, $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, we're going to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Sign up today. Get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN. To the end of the tournament, April 5th, $19. VEASAN.com slash madness. The coach, David Thorpe, joins the program now. Truehoop.com. He's on Twitter at Coach Thorpe. Uh, David, it's always good to talk to you. How are you today? Hey, doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing really well. Let's begin in the NBA here now. Tough stretch a little bit for the 76ers. And how do you think this is going to play out with the team? Doc said the other night after the loss to Denver when Bones Highland beat them and had a great fourth quarter that he's probably going to like put a minutes restriction uh, limit on uh, Joel Embiid and James Harden or maybe sit those guys down the stretch. I don't think they would want the one if the Nets are going to be the eight, but how do you think this is going to go and should they be concerned moving forward? Oh, I think it's super smart. I actually did not catch him saying that. I, I heard him saying some things about getting hard and more acclimated to just, you know, be yourself. But uh, I think it's really smart to, to, to not overplay them down the stretch. The, the reality is they're good enough to win everything. They're good enough. They're also bad enough to lose in the first round. Hmm. And one big factor of that will be how healthy and, and fresh those two guys feel. So you're better off maybe going down a seed if that's what happens. And keeping those guys fresh. And you're also preparing yourself. Remember, they lost to the Raptors a couple years ago when they got destroyed when Embiid was sitting. So you better figure out some strategies and some yep. rotations when Embiid's not playing in, in case that happens in the playoffs. Excellent point. And it also appears to be a rejuvenated Drummond with the trade. I thought he did pretty well in Philadelphia. I thought that was uh, – I mean, I understand why Daryl Morey traded Andre Drummond. You can't not get James Harden if you're Daryl Morey. For a guy that's not even showing up, Ben Simmons, uh, because you want to keep a Drummond. Very smart for Brooklyn to get him. Yeah. He's a valuable player. Like we just said, they need help when Embiid's out. And they might play each other in the playoffs, of course. Forget about all the other drama. Drummond watching Embiid every day, playing against him in training camp and in in, in practice most days when they did practice. You know, you, got, you, you get the sense he has some kind of feel for what uh, MB does. And remember, Drummond's always been really good at getting steals as a big man, which is pretty rare. He's got a good instinct for that, which means he knows how to bother centers. And I think he'll get under MB's skin at least a little bit, as he did the first time they played the other night. Yeah, they, they take him out by 39 on the road Thursday. And then what Kyrie did yesterday was was unbelievable. But I'll ask you, and because Sunday, Durant went for 53, and they beat the Knicks at home by three. As it stands now, if it doesn't get resolved, can the Nets win the East without Kyrie? Oh, I, oh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. They, they, I mean, you see what they're like. I mean, I thought Durant last night. I was so proud of him as a, as a coach and as a, you know, as a father. There's no ego in him when it comes to the games themselves. He has other issues in staying places, but especially Golden State, which was weird to me. But he was so genuinely excited for Kyrie. Uh, there was one very good screen he set, which got Kyrie a, just one bucket, but it was in the second half. It, it, clearly, they're going to win the game. He was still all in on doing what's right for the team, but they need both guys. They probably also need Ben Simmons defensively. They are they are a team that worries me and how they'll defend without Ben Simmons playing well. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look like Simmons is going to come back, so that's a concern, but they need Kyrie 
They probably need him every game. They're not going to win every away game just because Kyrie's playing, that's for sure. Yeah. You you love Scotty Barnes. Do you still think he can win rookie of the year? Yeah, you know, I never I didn't before. I've been I, I picked Mobley one, Barnes two in the mock draft, as you know, in my mm-hmm. not my, my my prospect evaluation. And nothing has really got me off that all season. I really see them both as equally Hall of Fame level talents, MVP level players, Tim Duncan esque. Uh, Scotty Pippen asking in in, um, in Barnes' case, but I thought Mobley owned the Rookie of the Year award all year until now, where Cleveland's dropping. Although Mobley had 30 the other night, he's playing well. I thought that um, uh, to me, the way Barnes is playing, averaging 18 a game and I think eight eight and a half rebounds a game, he's guarding all five positions all the time. He helped shut out Jokic in the fourth quarter of a big win on the road the other day. He's guarding point guards full court. Uh, and improving defensively despite having that gigantic role, whereas Mobley's role is a little more defined. It's still incredibly difficult to do what Evan Mobley's doing. Uh, I wouldn't, I think it's silly just to say it's over when you still have more than 10 games left. Let's see how Scotty mm-hmm. finishes up. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And Mobley's a huge favorite, and a lot of people agree with you as well. But the other thing, too, about awards I mean, how many games are you allowed to miss and still win an award? I mean, look at Defensive Player of the Year. Bam's missed 25 games. And he's the favorite at one spot. Yeah, I have a rule. It's uh, it's basically like a 70-30 rule. You got to play. This is just me. I don't, I don't have a vote. 70% of the games available and uh, 30 minutes a game. Like those are the two things I look mm. at. So for me, I think Bam might need to play almost every game. It's close. Uh, no, Bam might be might be qualified now. I love Bam Adebayo. If he can, keeps playing, Marcus Smart needs to be in consideration. He's had an incredible season. They are by far the best defensive team there uh, right now, especially the last 15 games they are killing people. I think they're ranked top two overall, depending on what metric you use. And he's really the linchpin. Jalen Brown's been great on defense. Jason Tatum's been good. Marcus Smart, I think, sets the standard. Uh, but I think most voters still are looking more at raw stats and not advanced metrics. And uh, Rudy Gobert's been great. Draymond has been unbelievable. He just won't play enough games. So I lean on Bam or Smart uh, as one of those two guys I think should win it. Yeah, because I was looking last night because I, I I have Jaron Jackson and a lot of us do when we talk to you about him and this award in the past, Coach, uh, on very long odds to win this award. He's played in 69 games. Robert Williams, 56. Giannis, 58. Bam, 45. Gobert, 53. So I don't know if that that difference would actually make, you know, where, where voters are going to look at that and say, well, look, at Jaron played in 80 games this year and Giannis played in 68. So that means – I don't – that's so confusing to me because I think you have to look at the guy who's played that many more games and has better numbers overall with the standard numbers and say, yeah, he might deserve the award. Oh, Giannis is in there. I mean, he's one of the best defenders in the world. I, I agree with you. Like I said, to me, so, so you know, 57, 58 games and 82-game season to me is a qualifier. That's why I think, I think Bam has got to keep playing to, to qualify as I would do it. Uh, but, you know, the mistake people make, guys, is we look at, statistics like blocks and assists or I mean blocks and steals and not the overall metric. Remember, it's not five games of one-on-one. It's one game of five-on-five. And so what you do to set an identity for your team and how you help on pick and roll, how you help weak side, how you rotate out, how you shut your own man down, how you help the helper. These are all things coaches notice. Marcus Smart is elite of elite at all those things. And, uh, and, and Bam is too. Uh, He just hasn't played quite enough games just yet. That's why I like those two guys the most because they've done the most as we look at the metrics that we that we use to evaluate defense. As you watch some college basketball as well, and I, we've had this discussion before, but if you want to maybe expand on this a little bit here, when you watch coaches and how they overcoach 
at this level. Why do you think that is? Oh, I think they feel like their AD needs a show. And the ADs just, in most cases, aren't smart enough to realize they're just, it's a dog and pony show for them. They should be evaluating on character of a man or woman. I'd be great for a woman to head coach a men's team in, in college. I would love that. Uh, how's the team performing? How are they doing in school? How they handle themselves in the culture of the school as well as the team? Not how uh, hysterical these guys get, screaming at referees. And, you know, the cameras are doing a lot of close-ups. And I saw the guy from Wyoming last night just treating the referees so disdainfully. I, I just, it really bothers me. And they're all over the place. They're yelling every little thing. Uh, I prefer my son plays for a guy that I prefer uh, who coaches as an adult. And it's, it, you've done your job in practice if they, if they know what they're doing in a game. If you're screaming and yelling all the time during a game, well, what have you been doing in practice every day? I, I don't love that. I don't love this show. And I think it detracts from what the players are doing. And I can tell you, the players don't love it either. You can coach them hard. I definitely coach my guys hard. Uh, throughout my career, but not to the point that we're seeing these college guys do. Uh, I think they should be a lot more level-headed. Uh, keep an eye out for a guy named John Gross. He's the head coach at Akron. They're in the tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, he took Ohio U to the Sweet 16 in 2012. Uh, he's a fantastic coach. and He's very active in trying to make sure they run their plays, but uh, he doesn't scream and yell at the referees. He doesn't scream and yell at his players. I think that guy's a chance to be a very good NBA coach. What's coming up on uh, TrueHoop.com? I'm doing a, actually talking about college. I'm doing a little breakdown of the guys I've seen so far. Uh, of course, the top three in Holmgren, Jabari Smith, and uh, Paolo from Duke. Uh, I've seen those guys on TV. I've watched them a bunch on film. And I've also just caught different guys throughout the season. Kofi Coburn, the big kid from Illinois, amazingly to me, is getting no love as a draft pick. I don't understand. To me, he's, he's basically a scoring version of Steven Adams, mm. who has been a, a very positive plus-minus guy for every team since his third year in the league. And for some reason, teams don't think Kofi can help an NBA team, at least via draft pick. Uh, the kid from Iowa, Keegan Murray, is really good. Jaden Ivey from Purdue, I've watched him mm -hmm. uh, live as well as on tape. Super, super explosive player. So I'm doing a little rundown of those guys and then trying to uh, remind viewers that what you're seeing now is their most competitive. How are they doing all year long matters too. And that's why... A lot of executives don't even go to the NCAA tournament because they've seen enough during the year when there wasn't as big a stakes going on for every day in practice or a game. Very cool. Read all that coming up at Troob.com and follow him on Twitter. He is at Coach Thorpe. Thank you for the time today. Enjoy the NBA tonight and the tournament. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Be safe. Thanks, Coach. There you go. Up next, Johnny Vell is going to join the show from DraftKings. What was that like on Sunday? Selection Sunday. All these matchups are coming out. You're making numbers on that. And then, oops, Tom Brady's coming back. What? Are you serious? <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas. We'll get to uh, the reaction that we uh, talked about 15 minutes ago on most overrated bands of all time. Plenty of it coming in right now. FTM at vcin.com is the email on Twitter at vcin live at Mitch Moss radio at Paulie Howard. How about Jimmy Buffett? Absolutely. Has to be on the list. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about That's that. A good one. one. Yep. Uh, I forgot about the doors too. Would you have him on the list? I I, well, I could see it. I mean, that absolutely. Okay. I could see the doors on there, too. Johnny Avello joins yeah. the program now with DraftKings. Top of your head, Johnny. Does anybody pop in there about most overrated band of all time? Most overrated band of all time. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I probably have a lot for you. Maybe I'll have one before I leave the show. Okay. Very good. Can you tell us what... So, I was watching the programming here on, on <laughs> VSIN. On Sunday, and it was great because as these matchups are coming out, right, and they're announcing like on CBS, okay, we're going to get this eight versus a nine. They're throwing it back to you in real time. Okay, what do you, and there you are in the war room, right, trying to come up with all these numbers on the games. Um, and it was awesome. There's video of you and, okay, this is what we make this. And then like within 30 minutes, Tom Brady announces he's coming back. What was Sunday like? Well, first of all, I say to myself, does Tom Brady have to get into the act at all times? I mean, you know, here it is. It's we're doing basketball, Tom. Can you? I couldn't believe you did least, that, Johnny. Yeah. I could not believe it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, you know, first of all, my take on the whole situation is that Tom Brady shouldn't have announced his retirement. If he wasn't sure, then just wait a few months and, uh, you know, discuss it with your wife, whatever. Maybe his wife threw him out of the house. I don't know. <laughs> but but Whatever it is, you know, take your take your time and 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 make the right decision instead of this flip flop and back and forth. And you had the Buccaneers at that time on Sunday at twenty five to one to win the Super Bowl. At that time, twenty five. They were a little higher during the week. We were taking play all week long, um, 
you, you know, somebody knew, somebody knew he was coming back. Maybe his, maybe he told his neighbor, his neighbor told somebody else, his <laughs> state told somebody else. I, I don't know how it got out there, but definitely some people knew that he was coming back. So it was a game of telephone, and they were betting you all week long. What, where did you put the number then when you found out and you had a chance to actually change the number? Uh, you mean the last number we, we hung up when we knew he was coming back? Yeah. We had it like 10. I think we're at a little less than 10 now also. We took some pretty good pops, though. Uh, you know, and we've got a pretty significant loss now, too. But that's okay. Uh, I'm okay going in with that. I'm not I'm not that confident on uh, the Bucks even with Tom Brady. Oh, okay. So you're starting to think maybe something could be up here with all these bets that someone knew something, and apparently they did. But you know, yeah, other, so. well, so other bookmakers said why it was kind of camouflaged was because of the Watson rumors too, with the timing about maybe it's go down to Tampa or Carolina to get Watson. So that's why also some people are like, well, okay, maybe they have some information on Watson. Did you feel that way? No, I didn't. Not at all. Um, you know, I think I don't think not. My Watson would have moved the needle as much as a Brady. Mm-hmm. Sure, he would have dropped the odds some. But I don't think uh, anybody would have been that eager to be playing them with Watson. So that didn't even come to mind with me, Paulie. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so great job by you and all your traders getting these numbers out early. And it was fast and furious. Did you have any disagreements on any particular games or uh, teams or matchups? You know, we were pretty close. I, I think uh, the the guys... Um, you know, or do their power ratings, and we have a model to go by, and we were all pretty close. The one game I think that we were a little bit off on, uh, there were a couple, Gonzaga. Uh, I liked Gonzaga a little lower, around 24 or so. Uh, those guys liked it a little higher. Uh, so we did open at 26 and a half, and we did have, as soon as we put it up, you know, we had a guy at uh, 50,000 on Gonzaga. So, we were actually at 27 and a half, and then uh, the number started to drop. So um, we're in pretty good shape on at least early. I mean, you know, we've only taken uh, a small piece of the money so far. But, um, you know, right now we've balanced out, even though we, we've moved three points from 26 and a half to 23 and a half because of the couple bets we took early on Gonzaga. Where did you open the Wisconsin Colgate number? And if I recall correctly, I think that you said that you took like 50,000 immediately on Colgate as well. We did. We opened that game nine. Okay. Uh, immediately dropped to eight. Uh, then it was uh, still a little bit of more, more trickling in. We were down as low as, uh, I think we got as low as six, no, seven. We got okay. as low as seven on that game. And now we're at seven and a half. And, I would think at this point now, uh, you'll you'll probably see if you're going to the way it'll bet this game, they'll either bet Colgate, uh, you know, straight up because Colgate has what, like 15 straight wins. So they'll Mm -hmm. bet they'll bet Colgate to win the game straight up. But there'll be Wisconsin money laying the points also. Okay, in that same region, you know, two of the luckiest teams in the entire country. This narrative now has been pile driven into our brains over the last couple of weeks. But it is Wisconsin as the three Providence as the four. And the whole, like, narrative and opinion-based thought process here on this network towards the uh, Providence-South Dakota State game has been, well, i got to take the Jackrabbits. I did right away, plus three. Are you seeing much Providence money at all in that game, or has it all been South Dakota State? Well, uh, that was another game we took a a big bet on when we initially put up the line, uh, two and a half Providence uh, 
took a big bet on South Dakota State, but we've been holding at two now. Uh, so, you know, I think there were a lot of people before the tournament started said that South Dakota State, I really like them in the first round. Maybe they can win a game or two, but they were hoping to get them in a matchup where they could get a few more points than two and a half. Yeah. Looking maybe to get five or so. But unfortunately, this matchup uh, with the power ratings have these teams fairly close. So, um, you know, I think that takes away some of the play on the South Dakota State money line because you're not getting as big a price as you wanted to get. Uh, And Providence, you know, they do get a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of home court advantage. I wouldn't call it home court advantage, but at least closer proximity to, you know, where the school is. Okay. Did you have good handle on the playing games last night, and do you anticipate good handle tonight on the two games? Yeah, we really did, and I uh, and I expect it again tonight. Um, the the Notre Dame Rutgers game probably would be the game that'll write the most out of all four of those play in games uh, because there's an argument for both here, and we've taken a lot of money already on this game. Uh, but yeah, last night was good. Neither game was too good for us. They did bet. Uh, they did bet Southern Texas Southern, and they did bet Indiana. So um, you know, a couple of chalks got there last night, yep. and uh, now we go to now we go to uh, day two for the tournament. And I like these playing games. I like we're back to the the normal way of doing things. Um, and this is going to be the biggest tournament of all time. I know for the Vegas guys, I've I've talked to a lot of people that are coming to town and. Can't wait. They're going to have good weather, and uh, we're back to no mask and tournament the way it normally runs. So it should be a yep. big, big event for the Vegas. I know it's going to be a huge event for us at DraftKings. Yeah, Paulie, what was uh, Mike Palm telling us like two weeks ago here at Circa? I think Mike was saying that this weekend, back two weeks ago, Johnny was trending to be bigger than uh, the Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, well, we, this tournament blows the Super Bowl away. It's usually a couple, two, three times to handle what the Super Bowl is. So uh, we're look, yeah, we're looking for some big numbers. Also, hey, you know what, guys, you can't ever, you can never predict your revenue, but yep. let's get the handle and let the revenue take care of itself. Yeah. Most overrated band of all time, uh, or act, Prince, Prince. Oh my God! Oh, oh, that's for me personally, Paulie. Oh, wow. What do you... Oh, wow. I'm gutted. I can't believe it. You don't like Prince? Oh, my God. No, I, you said overrated. I, yeah. think he's, I think he's overrated. But I know he's a great producer. He's a great songwriter. It's just that, in my opinion. Okay. Hey, Paulie, I'm sorry to put that dagger in you. I didn't expect that. Oh, no, that was a gut shot. Wow. All right, Johnny. Can't wait to recap everything with you next week. Thanks, pal. Good to talk to you. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Oh, Oh, that's a curveball. I disagree. Oh, boy. Well, we're getting a lot of reaction on a band that will uh, dwarf Prince. Yes. I'm not surprised, though. DraftKings Sportsbook's official sports betting partner, the NBA. This week, new customers can bet a dollar and win 150 if their team wins. Use code VEASAN when you sign up. Available to play in select states. Must be 21. DraftKings.com for details. I think they once asked Eric Clapton, how does it feel to be the best guitar player ever? He said, ask Prince. That was his infamous quote that he said. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, up next, we'll get to some of that reaction of the most overrated bands of all time. And uh, the play-in games, two more games coming up tonight. 
We have a favorite of uh, more than three points. They've really struggled to cover over the years. The startling numbers in this situation coming up next. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.